Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. From the heart of the Carolinas, aiming the cannon of truth at strongholds of stupidity. Who, who are black people supposed to call Ghostbusters? So we need to stop that beef on or impoverish the cops crap. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. How are things in your world? How are things in your pocketbook, in your wallet, your balance sheets? How's that working out right now? Very curious to know in light of new economic data just out. The Consumer Price Index, known as the CPI, fell 0.1%. Yay! 0.1% in December. Meeting expectations. This is actually the biggest drop since April 2020. Excluding food and energy, core CPI rose 0.3%, also in line with estimates. On an annual basis, headline CPI rose 6.5%, while the core rose 5.7%. Biggest reason for the easing inflation, a sharp drop in gasoline prices, which are now lower on a year-over-year basis. And I'm sure many of you have noticed that and are grateful for that. Because that really (laughs) caused a pinch for a lot of people. Inflation closed out 2022 at a modest retreat. Consumer prices, according to CNBC, in December posting their biggest monthly decline since early in the pandemic. The CPI, which measures the cost of a broad basket of goods and services, as I mentioned, falling 0.1% for the month. In line with the Dow Jones estimate, the largest month-over-month decrease since April 2020. That was back during the time we were in lockdown to combat COVID. So I'm curious, and I want to put this to you at the top of the broadcast today. I'm very curious to know how things are going in your household. How are you faring? We've talked about prices at some point. You know, in fact, maybe some point is right now. Just talking about economics, I know this morning I had a um, breakfast that I enjoyed with eggs and bacon. It's, it's my favorite in the morning. There have been a lot of posts and a lot of comments about what's going on with egg prices. Get a load of this. These are just two of the posts that I've seen on social media. DeCoven posted that good feeling when you're about to get your next dozen of eggs out of layaway. <laughs> yeah. Also this, Corey, who's in the real estate business, 
Consults reminder, consult with your loan officer before making large purchases while under contract for your house. This includes cars, furniture, and quantities of eggs greater than 18 at a time. Now here are folks who are making jokes about this. But this egg situation is a real thing. It's absolutely crazy what has happened. You want to get a sense of how much this has been an issue? CNN reporting what's going on here, an egg shortage causing empty shelves and customers having to shell out more cash for these hard-to-find egg cartons. According to the food market data company, Erner Berry, the average price for eggs, four thirty-three a dozen. Did you hear what I just said? $4.33 a dozen? I remember I used to go and, especially to the bigger stores, and I would get those cartons, you know those cartons that have 18 eggs in them, we actually have two cartons of 18 eggs and that usually cost me about 354 at the most we'll get a load of this do you know how much we were paying for a dozen eggs this time last year a dollar 33 a dollar 33 this is not inflation this is a supply issue and as you would expect businesses are forcing these costs on to you Well, here's what happened. Is the avian flu that wiped out egg-producing hens, and that led to a major squeeze. That's one of the reasons for the shortage. According to the USDA, about 60 million birds are gone because of the disease so far. Did you know this? 60 million birds. That's a lot of eggs. Farmers across the country have had to destroy entire flocks of chickens if one or more of the birds test positive for the avian flu. Additionally, the higher prices for transportation, feed, energy for the producers, well, that's forced the egg providers to raise prices. And they're saying it's going to take several months for production to return to normal. By the way, as an aside, with my very active ADHD mind at work, Do you remember the episode of I Love Lucy when they were going to do a, I assume, egg business and they had all of the chickens they were trying to hide, the little small chicks? That was one of the funniest episodes. (laughs) That must be a whole lot of work. Whole lot of work. Data shows that shoppers have been accepting the high prices at the grocery store. The sale of eggs have dropped only about 2% by unit in retail in the year through December 4th. (laughs) This writer sounds like me. To avoid scrambling to find eggs. Ha ha. Experts suggest avoiding grocery shopping on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, since most of the stores restock overnight during the week. So a little information for you, in case you were curious, because, yes, this has been quite a subject of conversation for quite some time what's going on with egg prices how is all of this affecting you I'm curious not just the egg prices but overall are you seeing any subtle difference 
in what's going on in your household with this exciting news of consumer prices dropping a full 0.1%. Wow. Sounds life-changing, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, still to come on the broadcast this morning, you heard about what happened yesterday, the computer system system problem that forced a ground stop for air travel, and that really caused a lot of chaos throughout the American travel system. We have an update with a little more information on what exactly happened. We'll also hear from a member of Congress who says something that is probably not news to you about this entire situation and government in general, for that matter. What are these notices that they made reference to yesterday that they were unable to send out? called NOTAMs or Notice to Air Missions. What are they? How important are they? We're going to give an example of how important it is to get those messages out and what can happen when people do not receive them. We've got a new set of classified documents discovered under Biden's control. What in the world has happened here? (laughs) How irresponsible, Mr. Biden says, of Donald Trump. We'll talk about this and much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program, over on the text line, a very simple good morning, Vince. Well, good morning to you as well. Talking about things economic in the first segment, a slight drop in inflation, and we talked about the ridiculous rise in the cost of eggs. This texture says, you have to remember most people, me included, do not manage their money properly. I would say most financial hardships are self-inflicted. Amen to that one. Chris out of Shelby saying a dozen eggs, almost five bucks. Crazy. Since everything's going great in my household, it's so good I've put off retirement at least a year working three extra jobs in addition to my primary. Actually, I get to take vacation time for my primary job so I can work my secondary jobs. All is well. Oh my goodness. What are you, the Energizer Bunny or something? It's pretty amazing. But thank you for what you do. You are the reason America is America. Yesterday at Food Lion, dozen eggs, four sixty nine, six count, three sixty nine. Oh my goodness! Man, I just got eggs at Walmart, eighteen count, seven sixty three. This is insane. This texture says bacon is God's favorite food. That's why he forbids billions of people to not eat pork. <laughs> Vince, the bird flu only took out five percent. So this shortage garbage isn't from that. Another texture saying the government is killing those birds, not the flu. 
Jim out of Easley. This is only 5% of the nationwide flock. Somebody is screwing us over. Under Trump, all the eggs, 49 cents. Today, 417. Eee. Also, we have this. Vince, hope you're having a good day. I've heard now two stories this week about how we're a constitution-based country, not a democracy, and we are being sold a lie that will lead us to political dictatorship. From your political experience, can you shed any light on the credibility of these statements? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's all I need to do. We'll talk about this a little bit later on when we talk about Brazil yet again, because there's another... If you have any doubt about what's going on geopolitically, watch what happens with the progressive movement here in the United States of America. That will tell you everything you need to know about what's happening in Brazil. We'll get to this a little bit later on. But to answer your question, here's the progression of things. The whole point of the Constitutional Republic, and I was just thinking of this yesterday, the wisdom of the Founding Fathers who studied other political systems and recognized, bottom line, you can't trust people. So put as little power as possible in the nation's capital. That's the goal. Limited government. What has been going on with the so-called progressive movement since the beginning of this country to concentrate and consolidate more and more power in Washington, D.C.? That's what they're doing. And I'm going to tell you again, it doesn't matter to me if you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you're a progressive, it all leads to the same place, down the road to socialism, Marxism, to dictatorship, to totalitarianism. That's the direction this goes. Big government is always dangerous. Now, I also want to school someone here. I don't know this person is going to be very receptive but I want you to hear this text from the upstate why does this not surprise me I turn on the Coakley show he's praising Biden for this lower inflation did anybody hear this did anybody hear me say uh, praise Biden for this and by the way I remind you I mentioned the fact inflation has dropped by 0.1% did you not detect just a tiny bit of sarcasm in the way I communicated that. And this text continues on in its misguided fashion. And splitting, spitting the same lies CNN is spitting about chickens. Wow, Vince, keep towing the talking lines of the Democrat Party, which are all lies. Really? This is sad. Kind of reminds me of what my prophet friend, Dr. Steve Crosby, had to say about a person I know saying that something was wrong with this person's receiver some of you need to fix your receivers desperately because what you're hearing is profoundly distorted just saying on the egg story did you just refer to them as egg spurts oh my gosh pretty bad Josh out of Greenville Vince don't let this egg situation make you boil try to see the sunny side <laughs> all these comedians popping up
At 18 to 22 weeks, hens can lay eggs. Replenishing the hens can start quickly. Side note on a different topic. These classified documents, Hunter Biden, did he have access to them? Or did he visit the complex they were stored in? Ooh, boy. Putting two scandals together. That's kind of interesting. In regards to the fact we exterminated 60 million chickens because they got sick, you reckon the appointed former New York Governor Cuomo got to manage this process? Ouch. A reference to his COVID management, which was not very good, if you can remember, sending sick older people to nursing homes to infect other people, for which he should be criminally liable. Yes, I've said it before. It's not new. This person got an 18 count of eggs, 763 at Walmart. Another person in the upstate would like to know, is it possible the egg companies are exploiting the 5% disease chicken situation are now making exorbitant profits and has little to do with inflation? I've always lived on a budget. When I was more of a consumer, I loved layaway. It allowed me to pay versus charge for very fine things I could not afford. Yep. This is the American way a good part of the time, isn't it? Another person says egg prices are driving up the price of mayonnaise. Didn't think about that. This person says cut your grocery bills in half. Only buy BOGOs. Buy one, get one. Maybe not real healthy, but you'll never starve. That's certainly true. You know what's funny about this? Um, Yeah, that would be funny. To go and do the BOGOs. And a lot of these items are things that you probably should not be eating. I'm just saying. You're absolutely right about that. By the way, also got an email from someone who is commenting on the egg situation my friend who lives in a small town in nevada says egg prices are a carton of 18 15 dollars 15 bucks a carton of 12 white eggs 12 dollars a carton of brown eggs eight dollars i don't understand the brown eggs usually brown eggs cost more here in charlotte love your show well thank you very much for that message in so we've covered the economy eggs which you can continue to talk about. Coming right up, we're going to jump into talking about this transportation issue. What in the world was going on that caused all the aviation disruptions yesterday? We have a little bit more of an answer on this as we continue. Stay with us. You know, this is <laughs> it's amazing. All the texts are still coming in on eggs. We've got this. Vince, it's time to exit this story. <laughs> My goodness. Vince, they need to put a loan officer next to the eggs in the grocery store. <laughs> is it really that bad? 
Mr. Vince, we get our eggs from our neighbor. The supply, they supply our whole street. Moral of the story, get better neighbors. Have a blessed day, sir. Oh, that would be awesome. And I, you know, we have the texture mentioning brown eggs earlier. I love brown eggs. Love them. Vince, I would just encourage the deluded listener who says you sound like CNN to listen to your entire show. Not two minutes before he or she changes the channel. Context matters. You're as Democrat as Rachel Levine is a woman. <laughs> Josh, you're on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> Not at all. Love your show. Have a great day. <laughs> it's just too funny. Josh, you, um, you're you a candidate for text of the day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think... Uh, are you folks done with all this stuff now? I believe... Uh, yeah. I think we've pretty much exhausted this egg thing for now. I want to start going into what's happened with our transportation system yesterday. You know about the breakdown, and if you traveled... You probably experienced some difficulty in terms of delays, maybe even a cancellation. We had thousands of flights across the U.S. canceled or delayed. The system that offers safety information to pilots, it failed. The government launched an investigation into the breakdown. This grounded some planes for hours. Now here's what we have learned now from the FAA. Preliminary indications trace the outage to a damaged database file. And the agency promised it would take steps to avoid another similar disruption. The breakdown showed how much American air travel depends on the computer system that generates alerts that are called NOTAMs, or Notice to Air Missions. This used to be Notice to Airmen, by the way. And for politically correct reasons, they changed that. So before a plane takes off, the pilots and airline dispatchers, they have to review these notices. They include details about bad weather, runway closures, or other temporary factors that could affect the flight. The system was once telephone-based, but it moved online years ago. Well, the system broke down late Tuesday, and it wasn't fixed until mid-morning Wednesday, which led to the FAA taking the rare step of preventing any planes from taking off for a time. And the cascading chaos led to more than 13,000, let me change that, 1,300 flight cancellations. That's still a lot. 9,000 delays by early evening on the East Coast. That is a mess. The Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, told a news conference the problems led to a ground stop because of the way safety information was moving through the system. And he warned after the failures were fixed, he warned travelers could continue to see some effects rippling through the system. And I understand those effects continue today. Now the agency will try to figure out why the system went down. Longtime aviation insiders can't recall an outage of such man- magnitude causing such a mess and being caused by a technology failure. As we mentioned, this has not happened since September 11th, 2001, 9-11. So, how important is this NOTAM system? Later in this story, I want to give you an example of something that happened when the information did not reach the person it should have.
Pilots and safety officials have complained about NOTAMs for years, saying there are too many of them, and some are unnecessary and written in cryptic abbreviations. The National Transportation Safety Board highlighted the large number of notices in its investigation of a near disaster in 2017 in San Francisco. An Air Canada jet whose pilots had overlooked a NOTAM about a closed runway nearly landed by mistake on a parallel taxiway. They skimmed just over the tops of four other airliners waiting to take off. Oh my goodness. You see how important this is? So generally, the problem is not in the air. It's on the ground. They need to know about what's going on on the other end, where they're going. Could be weather. Could be any number of things. But can you imagine what a disaster this could have been? The safety board's chairman at the time, Robert Sumwalt, noted the closed runway was mentioned on the 8th are you ready for this? This sounds like government bureaucracy at its best, doesn't it? The closed runway was mentioned on the 8th of 27 pages of notices for the San Francisco airport. Who the heck has time to read 27 freaking pages? And the entry was written in an arcane fashion. The NTSB guy said, that's what notums are. They're a bunch of garbage no one pays any attention to. In fact, the FAA said in a 2020 report, it modernized the distribution of the notices through a standardized digital format that was to be completed in July of that year. So, this gives you an idea of how important those notices are. And it was very risky. Very, very risky to have the airline system operating without... This working as it should. It's kind of interesting to get a response to this and how how this has come to be. Steve Scalise, the House Majority Leader, had some comments about this, the mess that was created. And he was talking about all the money that is wasted. You know this. A lot of money is wasted. Here are his comments in regard to the transportation departments. Listen up. You know, you look at every other week, it seems like we've got a crisis over at the transportation department. It's TSA today. It was Southwest before. It was a supply chain problem. We're sending them a lot of money. They're just not doing a good job spending that money. And the people in charge, the secretaries, the president himself, you know, where's the accountability? Where's the competence? It's about time we get a government that's competent and works for people, not spends all their time wasting money, borrowing money, and not delivering for people. Hello? <laughs> I think that kind of hits it on the head, don't you? And this is what we deal with, with big government. You have a whole lot of money flowing into Washington, and the issues they need to be addressing, they're not addressing. You know, it's really important to change this notice to airmen to... Notice to air missions. You know, weird priorities for these bureaucrats. Very weird priorities. Still to come in the broadcast, we'll talk about the latest in the document scandal for the president, Joe Biden, who is speaking right now. What is he talking about? I, I may not make you listen. Don't worry. <laughs> Stay with us. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio program and... Guys, are we able to listen in on President Biden, who is speaking right now? I am um, kind of curious because we have some additional information about this document story just developing this morning. And um, it is quite intriguing what we are learning about this. Frankly, I'm kind of surprised they've allowed him to speak. Let's listen in on what the president's saying right now. Heard me say See if it's times. intelligible. United States of America. There's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we work together. So God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, thank you, thank you, Mr. President. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President okay. classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn, this was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center, the Department of Justice, was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very How's the first lady, sir? How's the first lady? She's doing really well. She uh, um, she was under a long time uh, for five hours because what they were doing is they take out, would do the mows, meaning remove what they thought might be cancerous, and they'd have to then go back and test it and see what it was. But she's doing really well. She's up. We had uh, we had breakfast this morning. She's uh, she's recovering. Um, and she's going to be sore for a while because of the work they did on her eyes. And... Uh, but, you know, that's where one, one of these uh, these were. But she is a zero, a zero to one percent chance of ever return of any cancer. And so thank God she is doing really well. Thank you for asking. And it looks like with that, that uh, President Joe Biden is leaving this news conference. 
This is a news conference that is taking place from the White House, and it's kind of interesting. We actually dipped into this at just the right time where he addressed the issue of these documents. Don't you love Peter Ducey? Did you hear his question about these documents being found in a locked garage next to his Corvette? Which the president acknowledged, by the way, and made clear that this is actually a facility that is locked. Bottom line, though, the White House has confirmed the second set of classified papers found in the president's home. They've searched the president's homes in Delaware for documents. From his time as vice president, they discovered a small number of additional material marked classified. The search down of Biden's homes in Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach after the documents were found November 2nd at the Penn Biden Center in Washington. They also add they're fully cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice in the process to ensure any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in possession of the archives. Now, this spokesperson said the two Delaware residences were the other locations in addition to the Penn Biden Center. The documents not headed to the National Archives and Records Administration would have been shipped after Biden left the vice presidency. He said the lawyers completed the search last night, discovered most of the documents in the garage of Biden's residence in Wilmington. One document, he said, was a single page found in an adjacent room. No documents found in the Rehoboth Beach home. As was done in the case of the Penn Biden Center, the Department of Justice immediately notified the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of these documents, saying the White House will continue to cooperate with a review by the Department of Justice. And the president saying he does take classified materials seriously. What do you think about this? And his comments this morning, to be honest with you, I'm quite surprised that he even gave the opportunity for these reporters to ask questions. But here we go. Do you think anything will actually come of this at all? Coming up, we have an update on the speaker battle. What has happened as a result Well, we have rules that are in place that everyone agrees are good for the way Congress operates. We've also learned something else about committee assignments. We'll talk about this, also an update on Brazil, and much more in hour number two, which is straight ahead. Stay with us. From the heart of the Carolinas, a breath of fresh air, a voice of reason, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Here we are, hour number two of our broadcast. I want to uh, first go to response to some of the things we discussed in our first hour. You heard in real time the message from Joe Biden response to the documents, the classified documents under his possession. And we now understand that Kevin McCarthy is going to make some comments very soon. I'm just giving the guys a heads up in the uh, studio to 
be alert for that and feel free to interrupt me if my my uh, attention is not immediately drawn to his appearance on the screen but Kevin McCarthy is going to address this matter coming up in just a bit this texter saying sounds like Joe was trying to hide some documents I'd be allowed to have classified documents under the Constitution while a vice president is not allowed to have classified documents, this texture said. The classified documents were about Ukraine and Biden was involved. Biden was not allowed to have the documents, interfered in the 2020 election and Trump's false impeachment. Biden ordered the raid on Trump while the FBI suppressed social media from Hunter Biden and his involvement in Ukraine. Democrats and Biden caused Putin to attack Ukraine by making Putin think Ukraine was going to join NATO to distract evidence from himself and Democrats. Very interesting theory. One would think a person would remove all classified documents from their possession before they order a raid on Trump, even though Trump as president would be allowed to have classified documents. This person saying... Not the same for the vice president. I think it all depends on how long they were in his possession and also the material it contained, whether it was something that was detrimental to the country or cover up for something. Who knows? <laughs> I would argue classified materials were much more secure in Melania's underwear drawer than in Joe's garage. Ah. <laughs> oh. I have to wonder why those documents were in the back seat of his Corvette in a locked garage. It's almost like they were meant to be hidden where no one would suspect. Scratching my head. Amazing how there have been no SWAT teams storming Biden's home or office. Such an amazing double standard. But no one seems to care. I'm living in a sitcom. Yeah, and this one's not funny, is it? Vince, the Biden Penn Center. The old fool can't even remember the name of the building where he worked. <laughs> Jim out of Easley, you are so cruel. This person says, let's please pass a law for age limits on the office of president. <sighs> Vince, I'm someone who used to give classified briefings military to Biden when he was vice president. Biden always cussed me and others out, always called us stupid, etc., also is a major leaker of classified information. This was proven many times. Why doesn't that surprise me at all? So Joe Biden cooperated. Well, that's easy to do when the powers that be are in your pocket. Of course, he probably knows his time is almost up. He will likely be pushed out the door in 2024. Here's Kevin Imagine McCarthy. Let's listen. Would look over at Cleo. Cleo writes down what has transpired in this house. He probably looked at that clock wondering how long it would go. That's the exact same view, the exact same clock. But if Cleo continues to inscribe what has happened, in the last five days, passed a rules package that no longer the power rests with a few, but to the voices of America of who they elect. We repealed and stripped the funding for 87,000 IRS agents. Government should be here to help you, not to go after you. Be able to pr protect the unborn. We just protected the Strategic Petroleum Reserve where the president can no longer deplete it 
and sell our oil to China. And we opened the house back up for the public, something the public has not been able to be a part of for the last couple of years. That's just the first five days and we're just getting started. So we made a commitment to America and we're going to keep it. With that, let me open up for questions. Yes. Growing number of Republican members now that are calling on Representative George Santos to resign, or with the very of course they start with that question. What an idiot! These are things is that, that the number one question on your mind? A member of Congress Why who was basically well, elected based on elected lying. But let's George listen. Santos, if there is a concern, he will go through ethics. If there is something that is found, he will be dealt with in that manner. But they have a voice in this process. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Aside from this bill you all just passed in the Select Committee on China, what other ways will you all be addressing China? What do you see as the top priorities in relation? Glad you brought that up. I didn't even mention the other thing we did. Passed a very bipartisan bill with 146 Democrats joining with us to create a new Select Committee on China that Congressman Gallagher will chair. Um, and I've met with Leader Hakeem on this. This will be, Hakeem Jeffries, this will be a very bipartisan committee. Because I, I think it's very important. A number of reasons why I believe we have lost jobs to China, our intellectual property, because many times we don't speak with one voice from America. What I am trying to accomplish is get members on both sides of the aisle from all different perspectives, not just from a militarily, from financial, from agriculture and others, to bring those jobs back to America, to make sure China's not with inside America buying our farmland and others. Get a level playing field for competition. We watched during COVID for our medical supplies, them control 50% of the market. We watch from our medical um, pills and others what they control. This is something that is very, not just disturbing to me, but for the future of America. I would say in this first five days is probably one of the most powerful things that we passed. In a very bipartisan way, a step forward. I would hope the Senate would do it as well and that we can speak with one voice as we move forward to bring the jobs back to America. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's been a lot of reporting and a lot of rumors about any addendums, side deals, handshake no. agreements you made to get the speakership. Just do the American people deserve to know all the promises you might have made to get the Yeah, they, they deserve to know. And the thing that you should look at is the commitment to America. There is not a side deal to anything. You watch the rules package, exactly the same rules package we had back at January 1st. What does it do? The only change within that is make the vacate the chair from five to one. The other thing that we did, and I'm glad you keep bringing these up because it reminds me of other things we accomplished. We watch what is happening right now with the President of the United States. Not once, but now we're finding in two different locations classified information just out there in the open. It just goes to prove, and, and we're finding out now, after being sworn in, that this was discovered before the election. Another faux pas by the Biden administration, but treating law differently based upon your political beliefs. Treats one President Trump one way, but treats President Biden a whole different way. That's why we had to provide a new entity from our church style to look after the weaponization of what's gone on, that you want an equal playing of the law to all Americans. Do you see this matter regarding the, the classified documents found in President Biden's home going in before that committee? I see 
it could go from that committee or others, but I think Congress has to investigate this. Here's an individual that's been in office Saying, for more than four uh, years. Saying there needs here's to be an investigation here, and you know how I feel about these, because most of the time they accomplish nothing. Time for us to take a hard break. We'll discuss this and much more as we continue. Stay with us. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You know, and you have to understand what the Democrat Party strategy is. And I just want to throw in a quick comment about politics. The Democrats know that Kevin McCarthy has a razor-thin margin with his Republican majority. And so they would love to see a scenario where George Santos is out of the picture and they have the possibility of picking up a seat. Let's be honest about this. They don't care about ethics, morals, forget about it. You know better than that. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> That's the first question they want to throw out. It's crazy. By the way, you know what's going on back in New York? Mr. George Santos, and I don't want to make very clear, I'm not here to defend George Santos. This guy is a snake, okay? Let's be honest about this. The guy lied, but I, I've said this before. How different is he? than 90% of the politicians in Washington, D.C. They have all lied out of their teeth, and they have presented themselves as something that they are not, in some form or another. Nonetheless, in New York State, there's a piece of legislation that's now headed through the process. Representatives Richie Torres and Dan Goldman announced they're introducing the Santos Act, it stands for Stop Another Non-Truthful Office Sinker. You know what that, that acronym stands for? Santos. Stop Another Non-Truthful Office Seeker. This act would impose a $100,000 fine and a possible year in prison on any candidate who knowingly and willfully provides false information about their educational background, military service, and employment history. That's pretty rugged. And, and, you know, more power to them. I'm not, again, I'm not here to defend this Santos guy. By the way, in further comments, Kevin McCarthy said this guy needs to go through due process. If there are ethics allegations, they will have a hearing and they will deal with it appropriately. By the way, Kevin McCarthy had some really strong comments about the hypocrisy of Joe Biden. Also mentioning the fact that he was not president and raising questions about the double standard and how this entire document issue has been dealt with. Who cares that 
They reported it after it was discovered. What was he doing with these documents in the first place? Lots of questions here. Very appropriate questions. And I have to tell you, you know, the achievements that he mentioned, they are good things thus far. This, the House can only do what it can do. Because the things that are passed in the House have to be approved in the Senate, and they need a signature from the President. But if he holds firm, and this is the direction Kevin McCarthy goes, this guy might end up being a pretty good leader. I remain open. What do you think? We shall see. This person would like to know, when will Elizabeth Warren be dealt with for lying? (laughs) Yeah, right. Who the hell hires or elects anyone without doing a background check in this day? Yeah. These clowns are just upset a Republican beat them at their own game. If we're going for lying, wasn't our vegetable-in-chief guilty of plagiarism? (laughs) Vegetable. (laughs) You guys are so bad. (laughs) Just a few items here on the text line. Also from the upstate, you hear you hear that from McCarthy? These people knew about these documents in order to raid on Trump to distract from Biden. These documents were obtained. Uh, let's see, where's the rest of this? It is not there between 2017 and 19 while Trump was president. Biden was not even vice president at that time. He was not even allowed the documents even if Vice President Biden interfered in the 2020 election and Trump false impeachment to cover up his involvement in Ukraine when he ordered the prosecutor fired investigating Hunter. Yes, it's a mess, folks. This person adding Senator Blumenthal lied about his military service. Yep. Will Biden be retroactively fined under the Santos Act? He's claimed to be a truck driver, a professor, marched with Martin Luther King. <laughs> this guy. It's, it's really laughable, isn't it? And these folks are coming along, doing all the virtue signaling. And you know the truth. We all know the truth. Alrighty. I want to mention, uh, speaking of McCarthy, The Hill reporting a handful of McCarthy detractors have gotten some new top committee assignments. Four of the Republicans whose votes against House Speaker Kevin McCarthy led to a historic four-day speakership floor fight will get new roles on top committees. Byron Donalds, remember that name? He is the black congressman from Florida. He and first-term Representative Andy Ogles of Tennessee will join the House Financial Services Committee. Representatives Michael Cloud and Andrew Clyde will join the House Appropriations Committee. The House Republican Steering Committee, a panel of about 30 leaders and elected regional representatives, met to make selections for the so-called A committees, Appropriations, Ways and Means, Financial Services, and Energy and Commerce. The other committees have not been populated yet. And we need to tell you, because he's from our area, and clearly a friend of all liberty lovers, Representative Ralph Norman of South Carolina, another one of the 20 members who voted against McCarthy, will keep his slot on the Financial Services Committee. He joined that panel last year. So, 
That's a good thing. We're going to have conservative representation, genuine conservative representation on some of these committees. So that is something to be encouraged about. I am, um, well, let's see. In the time I have left in the segment, I do want to update you on what's going on in Brazil. And uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to give you a preview of a conversation we're going to have based on an email I've received by someone who's concerned about some things I've communicated along racial lines. Very quickly, my friend Leo sent this over. You heard about the 1,200 Brazilian protesters who were arrested. Those who are protesting this government say this was illegal arrest. Illegal arrest. No mattresses, no food, no water, no bathroom. The new communist government, basically, they've set up a concentration camp and arrested whoever they could. In order to be in peace, you have to agree and shut up. Meanwhile, infiltrados that vandalized public buildings, free and hidden. And they're comparing this to Hitler, who had the Congress of Germany burn right after he got in power. They have a method. This source saying of what is taking place. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk about something that really raised my eyebrows happening on Capitol Hill. And it is about Brazil. It's really interesting who is standing up now to talk about this subject and what they're having to say. That much more as we continue our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us. <laughs> On the documents. Now coming under focus, apparently NBC's reporting, their ongoing searches of different locations for the possibility of any other classified documents. This is bizarre. I mean, you can think of, you know, in, in one sense, I'm not justifying anything. In one sense, you can think of some sense in having all these classified documents in one place. What really gets messy is when you consider the possibility you've got classified documents spread out all over the place. This is bizarre, ladies and gentlemen. This texter says, good morning, brother. As a once young military officer, I can recall, still recall, the numerous briefings I received making clear these substantial consequences, including job loss and incarceration for mishandling, losing control of, disclosing, or even leaving unattended classified materials I carried as a part of my mission duties. Classified briefings explaining this type of information began and ended with a reiteration of the nature of the classified information and the consequences of its release. My current job also includes exposure to classified materials and the same warnings for mishandling it and the ensuing consequences. Apparently, I missed the part where I could have hired interns, staff members of lawyers or lawyers to handle it for me stored it wherever they deemed convenient for me, and absolved myself of all legal obligations for its security. Who would have known? Thanks 
for your truthfulness in ministry. God bless. Oh, my gosh. Man, your text is chilling. You see what's happened to our country? Folks, this is an absolute joke. This is a joke. I'm just wondering, if you're private in the military, rank-and-file military member, and this happened, where would you be right now? I'm just asking. Where would you be right now? And why is this man walking around pretending to be president? The left loves criminals in office. They do. Which is a lead-in to what's happening in Brazil right now. And this is important because it has a connection right here in our country, which I want to get to. But I also want to address Troy. Troy is one of our listeners who is concerned about some of the comments I've made on the subject of race. Largely because of the breaking news we had today, we've taken two live news conferences, one from President Joe Biden, the other from Kevin McCarthy. We don't have the time to go into his letter, which I have read, but I appreciate very much, and I want to go through every bit of the letter, and we're going to talk about it on tomorrow's program, and I hope other people are part of this discussion, because it, it, it really brings in some really important issues that we need to talk about in regard to race. I'll just tell you, as a personal matter, this has been a challenge for my entire life because I get hit from all sides. I get hit from white people who are made uncomfortable by me challenging their uh, cluelessness, their lack of care in this area. I get challenged by blacks, who many of whom are racist and don't want to believe that they can be racist and say derogatory things about me. So it's been quite a journey. I'm not here. I'm not looking for sympathy or anything, but I want you to understand I have a very different perspective on this because this has been my life as a black man. I get it from all sides. And it's interesting, as we make references to Delaware, one of the most bizarre times in my life was in Delaware. And maybe I'll explain more about that tomorrow. I do quickly want to tell you what our politicians are up to. Reuters reporting U.S. and Brazilian lawmakers are looking for ways to cooperate on an investigation into violent protests that rampaged through Brasilia this weekend, sharing lessons from inquiries into the attack on the U.S. Capitol. The initial discussions occurred as more than 70 lawmakers in the two countries signed a joint statement denouncing anti-democratic forces trying to overturn recent elections in their nations with political violence. Supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro ransacked Brazil's Congress, Supreme Court, and Presidential Palace on Sunday, calling for a military coup to overturn the October election won by President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva. U.S. Representative Benny Thompson, chairman of the recently dissolved House Committee that investigated January 6th, is one lawmaker whose office is discussing collaboration. I'm extremely proud of the January 6th Selects Committee's work and final report. 
I can't share any more of this. This is just disgusting. There is no comparison. None whatsoever. But now you can see yet another gift this has been for politicians here in this country. See, it, it, it's really a twofer here. Because first, you continue to demonize Americans in this country, broad brush, say all Republicans are this. And at the same time, legitimize an illegitimate government in Brazil. And yes, I know enough to know this is illegitimate. And wait till you hear one of the names of lawmakers who are thrilled about this. Here's the Hills version of the story. A group of more than 70 elected officials from the U.S. and Brazil, many of them, you ready for this? Progressives issued a letter condemning the efforts of anti-democratic far-right actors to overturn elections in both countries. Do you see the slimy trail of the serpent in this one? As lawmakers in Brazil and the United States, we stand united against the efforts by authoritarian, anti-democratic, far-right actors to overturn legitimate election results and overthrow our democracies. Are you ready for the name of the person leading this group? You might want to sit down for this. Because it will tell you everything you need to know. Are you sitting down? If you were driving, have you pulled over? The group led by Representative Ilan Omar said ultra-right agitators in both of the countries were coordinating their efforts. <laughs> now, now they're alleging conspiracy. The claim comes as demonstrations by supporters of former right-wing Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro this week drew comparisons to the January 6th Capitol riot in Washington, D.C., carried out by supporters of former President Trump. Ilan Omar. This woman is a criminal. I don't mind saying that. She is a criminal. And the folks over in Brazil who are in charge now are fellow travelers. They're socialists. They are Marxists. Folks, this is really scary. We have people who are working against the United States right here in this country. Here's another piece of evidence. Stay with us. Over on the text line, this person is saying, Does anyone ever think to consider the classified documents and all the places they're finding them is a false flag operation designed to help get rid of Joe Biden now that they no longer need him? After all, shouldn't someone have noticed before now the documents have been missing as long as they were and looked for them? Very good question. Also, Hey, this is for the Vince Coakley Show. I just looked up what you look like today. 
I'm just a 29-year-old kid. I highly respect your opinions. But a text to say, I would have never guessed your age. I honestly believe you were around my age. I love your voice. It's super calming. And the way you phrase touchy subjects, very well spoken. Anyway, God bless and have a good day. What a wonderful text here toward the end of the broadcast. And I appreciate the fact that you're listening. And, and I'm serious about this. I'm very encouraged that you are listening. And I'm not just saying this because I want you to listen to my program. But I am also saying that I'm also encouraged that you're here. Because it's so important for people of your generation to be engaged in these things. And, and not, again, not even necessarily agree with me. But just to be thinking about these subjects, I want to encourage you, please stay at it. Please continue to be hungry for information, learning, dialogue, conversation. So thank you. The Communist Chinese poured billions into a Biden think tank, paid him personally an outrageous salary to do nothing. Biden left classified documents unsecured at that same think tank. Doesn't take a genius to figure out for whom they were left. Oh, boy. <sighs> this texture says, I would love to hear your story. Genuinely, I would. But when asking for forgiveness, stories aren't necessary. This took me a long time to learn, and I struggle with it to this day. Hmm. Roger, responding to the collaboration between progressive lawmakers. Can, let me just rephrase this. Between Marxist lawmakers in America and Brazil. Vince, it's an attack on our democracy. Come on, man. It's a republic. They're killing our hope here and abroad. Both places. You're right, Roger. And the person who, uh, let's see, this person saying Omar's a refugee that hates the country that saved her. She is a lying blank. And I'm glad you didn't put the word in so I didn't accidentally say it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But we have this detractor. The left loves criminals in office. What a crock, Coakley. Nixon, Watergate, Reagan, Iran-Contra. Iraq, invasion, Trump, failed coup attempt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my goodness. Gigi writes in, hello, Vince. Regards to black people, you're just a beautiful human being, just like me, that keeps me informed about the news in this wonderful radio station. Have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for writing in. Always good to hear from you. And to the person I'm going to be responding to tomorrow, Troy, who says, I'm off work tomorrow, so you have my undivided attention and cooperation. Appreciate the tone you had this time when addressing me. Want to encourage you not to justify, but recognize it as forgiveness and move on with life. Okay. Let's take a look at the day in history. These questions, I cannot do these. This is a difficult list. I'm not going to put these to anybody other than discussion if you want to talk about them, Chris. Because there are eight questions here, and you'll understand why I'm not going to ask you any of them. I'm they're fascinated. Horrible. I, would, I would like to listen to they're, them. I'm they're horrible. First, 1904, uh, Henry Ford set a speed record, 91.37 miles an hour on a frozen lake. Wow, that's pretty fast, don't you think? 1906.
The Dow Jones closed above 100 for the very first time. I'm also doing this in the interest of time because we only have a minute left. Oliver Wendell Holmes retired from the Supreme Court at age 90 in 1932. 1943, isn't this just like the government? Due to World War II meat shortages, the government offered victory sausages. It was hot dogs with soy filler. <laughs> and that that sounds like defeat sausage. Oh, my. <laughs> man, I love that. That was quick. That was a good line, man. Oh, well, thank you very much. 1969, the New York Jets win the Super Bowl, making good on Joe Namath's guarantee. 1991, Congress gave the okay for military action in Iraq. 1998... 19 European countries ban human cloning. And 2010, I remember this very well, that massive 7.0 earthquake that killed 300,000 people in Haiti. And the person who wrote this also said, may the Clintons even richer. And boy, is that true. I was in Haiti two weeks after the earthquake. The most horrible thing I have ever seen in my life. Never seen such destruction anywhere at any time. And they still are recovering. So all the time we have, folks, have yourselves a great day and God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 